Hi, everybody. This is Alessandro Del Vecchio, and you're watching CMS TV. Rock on. Man, I almost didn't recognize that guy without the red beard. What's going on there? No. <laughs> welcome Made some improvements. That's right. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, to Chris Aker Presents. Um, and joining me right now is a famed musician in my world with, with Galactic Cowboys, as well as one of the better podcasters out there that you guys need to be discovering, uh, Monty's Rockcast, as well as the best artist, one of only two that I've ever actually gotten art from that's hanging on my walls. <laughs> so without further ado, let's welcome nice. to the show, Mr. Monty Colvin. Monty, how are you, my friend? Ah, good, Chris. Nice to be here. Absolutely, dude. Well, it's I'm I'm thinking this is becoming an annual thing for me and you to actually get out here during Christmas season and sell some art because yes. two reasons. One, I think you're a great artist and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I wouldn't I literally if I didn't think so I would not have your stuff on my wall. So there's that, but also I think with our audience it's it's great Christmas stuff. You know, it's it's just so many of our of our audience, so many people that listen to this or watch this, are true harder core fans of rock and metal. And I think I think your art kind of plays right to those people. You're you're not playing to the casual fan. <laughs> That's right. Straight to the rock fans. That's right, man. Well, dude, how have you been? First of all, let's start there. I'm doing really well. Uh, living here in Colorado now. And, right, right. Uh, loving life, doing my art, and uh, having a good time. Sure. Well, dude, let's dig right into the art, man. I mean, how how has that it, – it's got to be difficult. Let me back up. It's got to be difficult when you're known for one medium to start something that – technically might be sort of similar but you know for most people they don't they don't equate a to b you know they don't they don't there's not people buying this because they liked um a galactic cowboys song they either like the art or they don't so how hard has it been to kind of transition away from away from the musical side and get people to appreciate the art for art's sake 
Yeah, it, uh, it's been a long process. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to do this uh, for a living. Sure. And I'm still trying. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's mainly just kind of keep putting it out there. Sure. Uh, I, I try to post on Instagram and Facebook and just keep getting it out there. I went to a, a podcast convention uh, last March. Okay. And uh, just let people see it, uh, you know, and uh, that did really well. And so it's mainly just trying to get it out there and let people know about it. Uh, and so uh, that's kind of the struggle, just trying to uh, expose it to people. Sure. Well, dude, let's 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 talk a little bit about it. I'm going to put some of the art here on the on the screen so people can I, see as well. Um, yeah, got that one right here. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's kind of glary. But, I can uh, put it. You up to full screen. Look at that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Talking about the art, when when you when you do art now, when you do portraits, how much of it is commissioned? Which I just so people know, and I haven't even said the website, MontyColvinArt.com is the website if you want to check out everything that's available and not available. But um when you do art now, how much of it is commissioned versus just something that you personally have in your heart or in your hands or in your mind that you want to do? Well, most of it, I'm just doing it. Okay. I, uh, every week I'm working on one or two paintings that I will put up on my website for sale. Sure. And I also, I'm also making prints of those paintings. Uh, but uh, I do get, commissions people will want you know and it's not just the rock and roll stuff i do uh paintings of people's pets uh right. their uh, you know i just did a granddaughter uh you know so i'll do i'll do all kinds of stuff if you just get a hold of me and say hey i want a painting of this i've also done uh you know uh rock and roll commissions like uh somebody had me do uh bob dylan okay uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, wanted to give his wife a painting of Bob Dylan. So, uh, I do, you know, anything like that, but, uh, I'm also just doing stuff of, uh, paintings that I just want to do like, uh, the Wayne static there. Uh, right. You know, I, he's just one of my favorite musicians. Uh, and so I just decided to do one of him and put it up there and, you know, if it sells, uh, cool, but, uh, you know, I got to do them for myself first of all, but sure. uh, but I'll do I'll do paintings of people that you know I don't necessarily idolize. You sure, know? Uh, I'm doing a Jimmy Page right now, and I you know I'm not a huge Zeppelin fan, but oh, you gotta you know, go I mean, see you then. Bye, yeah. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I respect them, I like them, but you know, I'm not like oh they were the greatest band ever. You know, but. Uh, you know, but I thought Jimmy would be a cool, a cool painting. And, uh, so that's what I'm doing. So sure. Well, dude, let, let's talk, let's go back to Wayne static for a minute. Mm -hmm. Would you do now that you have a Wayne one, will you do a zero one to have kind of both <laughs> sides? I, I will, if somebody commissions me to do right. that, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not high on the list. 
because sure. I really I like Wayne. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's the real real deal. Right. But, uh, you know, I did see some video of that tour though, and it looked pretty cool. Sure. I would have I would have liked to seen it. So. Right. Well, I'm sure you'll get your chance. I I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. So, <laughs> you know. Well, dude, let's let's talk a little bit about you know doing stuff that like commission stuff because I know me and and again I'm not a I'm not an artist but uh, you know writing books very similar thing and I was trying I I have my my book series my cause and effect series of books where I try to write on albums that changed like the fan base but not necessarily in a good way you know like. Mm-hmm. Like the, I wrote about the Motley 94 record. A lot of fans don't right. like that record. A lot do, a lot don't. I personally <laughs> do, so it was an easy book for me to write. I have tried like hell to write on Megadeth's Risk and Doc and Shadow Life. Both uh-huh. albums I hate, right. and I can't do it. I can't put myself into the, into the place that I need to be creatively to write those books. So uh-huh. for you, like, like Jimmy page, who you said, you're not necessarily a worshiper of how do you put yourself into that place to do competent and a bit more than competent, but to do work that doesn't have the excitement level to it. That maybe a Wayne static would for you because you're more of a fan. Yeah, I kind of, on most of it, I try just to remove my personal feelings about whoever it is and just uh, approach it from an artistic standpoint, you know, composition, uh, the colors, the, you know, just the overall look of it. And uh, that's kind of the way I approach all of them. I just try to make the best painting that I can. And so... um, you know, if if someone wants to commission me to do, uh, you know, the drummer from Bang Tango, you know, whatever, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> so, you know, if you've got somebody that you're like, well, I love this guy, but, you know, no one's ever heard of him but me. Uh, I'll still do it. <laughs> sure. Are, are you are you one of these guys that and again, I can only point to myself, but whenever I'm writing about whatever I'm writing about. I use the music as a backdrop always. So like if I was to write a book on Pantera, as we have on the screen right now, there's no question in my mind, there would be nothing but Pantera in my headphones as I was working. Are you the same way when you, when you commissioned, when you did this painting, did you listen to nothing but Pantera or are you not like that? No, I, I, uh, to be honest, I'm like listening to your show oh, and nice. stuff like that because <laughs> I'm a big fan of, of your stuff and uh, what you do. And uh, so I, I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm painting. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, but yeah, once in a while I'll crank up some music, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the person I'm painting. Uh, okay. But yeah, I listen to a lot of metal <clears throat> while I'm painting and. Uh, you know, that just, uh, that kind of inspires me. Sure. No question, man. Well, dude, 
one thing I do want to make sure that we stress, if we cover nothing else on this today, I want to make sure that we stress the fact that you do offer prints as well, because look, art is expensive. I don't even think you're going to argue that point. You know, there's a value to it. And, and there, you know, some of your paintings are, are pricey, not, not expensive. I don't want to say expensive because $350 for a piece of original art is not terribly expensive. But in today's economy, 350 bucks is 350 bucks, you know. So you do offer prints, which I think is a great thing that you do offer so that people, people that are on more of a budget can get, can get some of this cool art for their walls. So talk a little bit about the prints and, you know, can they get everything that you do as a print? Can, can they commission a print only talk a little bit about the use of prints for, for your business? Yeah, the, uh, the prints are from the paintings. So they're usually of, you know, stuff I've already done. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, they're like 25, 30, 30 bucks for sure. a print. And that includes free shipping. Nice. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's as cheap as, you know, going to Applebee's or something, you know, right. <laughs> and, uh, and then you have it for the rest of your life, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, they make great gifts too. I, you know, um, especially for Christmas if you want the, a print of the painting. But there's a whole section on my website with nothing but prints. I also have. Let me yeah. grab one real quick. All right. Uh, I have these refrigerator magnets. Oh, let's put that on full screen here. Look at that. Ooh, oh, look at that. Frank Zappa. You know? Nice. And and I basically have a refrigerator magnet of every painting that uh, I've done in the last 10 years. So, uh, you know, I've got those, you can buy sets of those. They make great stocking stuffers. Sure. And uh, so, yeah, I've got all that stuff too. You know, if you don't want to own the original, uh, you know, some people do want the original. I I just sold this one of Alex Lifeson. Okay. And uh, wow. That's an old school Alex Lifeson there. Yeah. Yeah, that's the era I loved. Uh, was the twenty one twelve okay uh, era, and uh, the guy was just like, "Gotta have it," you know. And he he bought it. It's like three hundred bucks, and nice, you know. He now owns the original, so I have those, and uh, but I also have prints. If you wanna 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 buy those, absolutely. And, uh, you know, right message on. me. You know, message me. I'll give you two for one right now for Christmas. So, nice. well, where would they message you at? Uh, well, uh, my website has my email address, or you can easily get a hold of me on Facebook. Okay, uh, just Monty Calvin. Sure. And so, yeah, I'm I'm easy to get a hold of. Very accessible guy. Yeah, I was gonna say I usually message you. I get a response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm actually a pretty normal guy, so sure. outside of the red beard and you know, and the galactic cowboys history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I used to rock, but uh, not as much anymore. But uh, you know, do you miss know it? That. I do. I miss playing. Uh, we we talked about it the other day. We talked about uh, maybe doing another album, but you know, all that stuff takes money. Sure. And so I, you know, we're, we're trying to kind of figure that out. Like a lot of people are like, why don't you do a crowdfunding? And, you know, I don't know. 
we'll, we'll see. But uh, do you have enough stuff to do a full album, or or I mean, because I, I and again, I'm just talking as a fan. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I'd love to see a full album, but I think I'd be just as happy with two or three songs. You know, just to have something fresh from the band. I yeah. miss the band, so it would be nice to have j- just a couple of tunes. And that's more the way of the world today anyway, isn't it? You know, I watched your episode where you were talking to the Typo guys. Yeah, yeah. From their, uh, what is it, I Am or something? Yeah, like that. I Am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a cool interview, by the way. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, and they were talking about that they're putting out singles mm-hmm. now, you know, and and. And I thought, you know, that's an idea, too, that we, we might look into. So, yeah, maybe an EP or uh, or just putting out singles gradually. But uh, I've always got, you know, songs in the in the works. So sure. uh, wouldn't wouldn't take me long to to come up with a bunch of stuff. But, uh, you know. Yeah, see how it goes. Well, I know yeah. this, man. I I definitely I look at everything when I'm when I'm dicking around on the web listening to music. And if you go to like Spotify or YouTube Music or whatever and you look at full albums that are released now, not not the old ones, but the newer stuff that are putting out 12 songs, mm-hmm. you'll see the first 3 songs have all the plays. <laughs> and then 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 the other it, it's like a just a straight decline it just shows that people don't listen to full albums like they used to anymore and it's it's a sharp decline too like a a popular band a, a whoever a really popular band is right now might put out a like corn if corn put out an album the first two or three songs would all have like seven eight ten million plays and the last song would have about a hundred thousand plays you know, it, yeah. it, it's a huge difference and it just falls off, but it really does showcase that Spotify and streaming music, I'll say iTunes and the bunch has really kind of ruined the full length album. You know, people, you are, I mean, dude, you're, you're roughly my age. You're, I think you're a little older than me, maybe. Yeah. You know, a couple, couple minutes. Me. I'm older than everyone, <laughs> but you don't look it. I'm, I'm the one with the white beard, but <laughs> that's but, why I've got a red one. <laughs> that's right. Maybe that's what I'm missing. I should just dye it red, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, dude, I, I mean, I, I just look at it now and I, and I think about it and I'm just like, when we were young, we couldn't wait to get an album. And oh, I mean, I we studied it. We knew that, Bob Clearmountain also did this record and he did that record. And, you know, when this studio in Vancouver was different from this studio in LA, you know, we knew every as- aspect of it. We're now, yeah. shit, I don't even know if we know who plays on these records anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really miss that, you know, cause. I was around in the late seventies when yeah. all that stuff was coming out that is now classic. And, uh, I miss those days of going to a record store, picking up, you know, the album and looking at the, the cover and the back and, you know, going, I'm going to buy this. I don't even know who, who this is, but you know, right. they, they look cool, you know? And, and so, uh, I miss those days. And I, I have people like I had some guy today go, uh, here's my top five on Spotify. What's yours? 
Yeah. And I said, I don't listen to Spotify. I, you know, I'm still into albums. And right. That's just me. I, I still want to hear what, you know, what bands do. And I, you know, when I see an EP, I kind of go, oh, I wish they would just done a whole album. You know? Sure. <laughs> so I don't know. That's me. I, I'm still old school. But, uh, right. you know, maybe maybe we need to move into the new age and, uh, you know, just start putting out singles or something. I, I think our fans that liked our stuff, though, they're, they were more album people. You know, sure. they they they'll pull out just they'll you know write me about you know obscure tracks that were on our third album you know right and, and that's still my favorite song it meant so much to me you know and so uh i don't know if we're really uh you know a singles kind of band but you know we we should put out some new stuff cuz i think we've still got some some you know, stuff left in us right yeah. some some gas in the tank so, so oh, to speak oh yeah Nice. Well, dude, uh, let's just talk a little bit about music for a minute because I know you are a big fan. Let's let's start with yes. let's start with this weekend's big news. What do you think about the Kiss ending slash beginning? Right. Whether they'll continue on with other guys or something. Well, well no. <laughs> oh, you didn't see this. They they already announced. They literally announced couldn't have been 10 minutes after the show ended on on saturday they announced that they're continuing on with avatars doing the the you know the what do you call that like like dio like dio did or abba or whatever but they're they've already announced the hologram hologram? thing yeah they've already announced the hologram thing and they're already portraying it even in the press release they portrayed it as this is going to be how you can see Kiss in three different cities across the world, all on the same night. And oh, you you didn't hear this news, huh? I did not hear this. But this is <laughs> this is not something that I wanted to hear. I <laughs> I mean, I suppose if they want to do that and somebody wants to see that, okay, no. cool. Uh, to me, it's. Why not just make a movie and put it in theaters, you know, uh, you know, a concert? Well, they've got no. the answer to that, too. They said they're doing that. <laughs> well, no, well, they probably are doing that as well. But <laughs> but they they said that with the, the way they produced it, they're going to offer up to 10 different shows. So that you can go several times and see different shows and different quote unquote performances with each show. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just like, yeah. Wow. I not for me. Not for me either. You know, I'm about the live thing, feeling it, hearing mm-hmm. it, seeing it. I want to see people on stage, you know, actually mm-hmm. playing. Uh <laughs> that's just me. Sure. You know. Um, I want to hear the fuck ups. Quite honestly, yeah. I want to. I want to yeah. hear the raw sound to it. You know, there won't be. That's the one thing that I don't like about about any of the hologram stuff. It is note perfect. And if I'm going to watch something that's note perfect, I'd rather just sit in my house and watch a DVD. Yeah, yeah. I you know 
there's still nothing like it for me of going mm-hmm. and and seeing it happen in front of you and you know feeling like you're a part of something that is you know going on there's an energy to it sure so that's me i i i really wouldn't be interested in the hologram thing myself but yeah, I, I I have zero interest in it, and and I'll tell you, I, I said this on the CMS on Saturday, and I'll say it again here, and I'd like your take. I I am of the belief that by doing this, we're not letting our heroes become heroes anymore. We're not, you know, there's a reason that the Beatles are the Beatles, and that reason is because ninety nine percent of us never saw the Beatles, never had the yeah. opportunity. And we watched those old grainy videos and we're like, damn, that had to be cool. You know, that right. had to be cool to be at Met stadium or wherever the one video is where they show them running out to the stage and yeah. running off. You know, it just looks cooler. It probably looks cooler than it actually was, but it yeah. looks goddamn awesome. <laughs> I think by doing this hologram thing and I'll point to Dio, who was one of my all time favorites. I really feel like they took that away by making it such a thing that anybody with a projector can do it, you know? And and I just felt like they took away from 40 years of legacy that Dio built because part of, part of what made rock stars great was they're fleeting, you know, they're, you only have a little window and you better catch them. Now it's like, well, if I don't want to catch it now, well, I could see it on my Oculus in two years, you know, it's like, what the fuck that, that, that to me is, is not good. But what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when MTV came along, you know, that kind of changed, uh, uh, some things. Uh, and even now with YouTube, where if you want to see some, you know, band live, you can, you know, you can just bring it up on YouTube and watch yeah. a concert of any band that you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still, you know, nothing like seeing the real thing in person. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of bummed with a lot of the technology that's going on, the AI, the, you know, everything. And coming from somebody that is, I mean... I, I'm an old school artist. Sure. That literally still sits there with a paintbrush and a pencil and I do it and it's physical. I can hold it. I can see it. And, uh, you know, I don't want to see all that go away, you know, with technology. It's, it's cool to have some of this stuff, yeah. you know, where I, where I can sit home on Sunday afternoon and watch four NFL games at once or, you know, I never dreamed of that stuff when I was a kid, you know, but at the same time, you know, with everything that's, you know, in technology that's growing, it's just taking away a lot of the human mm-hmm. uh, aspect to it. And, uh, and I miss a lot of that stuff. And I don't want to see, I don't want to see the value of music and art go away. Well, unfortunately, they've already taken the value of music away. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that is that is the biggest tragedy of all is that yeah. you know, the kids when 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 we were 15 years old, we were screaming and I I did this, I'm sure you did too. 
going through couches and stuff, looking for quarters and nickels because oh, yeah. the new whatever journey or the new black Sabbath or whatever was coming out and you wanted yeah. to get it and you had to scrounge together the $8 oh, yeah. for the tape or whatever. Yeah. When I was in college, uh, I used to like think, okay, if I skip a lunch, today and maybe one tomorrow i can afford that album you Mm -hmm. know and so i would just not eat and then go to the record store yeah you know and get an album and yeah it's just you know people today will will go why did why haven't you put all your solo albums up on spotify and i'm like well i can i could just give them away you yeah. know, because I'm I'm not going to see any money from Spotify. Well, you know? And if you're going to do that, you might as well just put them on Bandcamp, where at least you can also put up some links to buy stuff. You yeah. know, spot, I, dude, Spotify is a mystery to me. I I mean, I use it, and I'm I'm not going to lie and say I don't use it either. I do, but um, what I don't get is you know this week, and I'm sure you've seen this four million times. Every damn band in the world is out here and going, oh, look at our, look at our Spotify wrapped thing. And they're like, we had 12 million streams and we had 4,000 people in 18 countries and blah, blah, blah. They're all celebrating it. Yet all year long, all I heard from these same exact people was never get fucking paid. So they bitch about this company for 11 and a half months. They put out (laughs) one, Spotify puts out this one thing and they can't help themselves to promote Spotify for free, for free, no less. It's like, what are you guys fucking doing? They're, they're killing your business. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Yeah. My, my girlfriend has Apple music, you know, and, and we pull up stuff on there, but we usually always already own the albums, you know, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, it's a good, I guess that's a good place to, you know, if you're in your car, you can, you know, pull up some, uh, album from the eighties or something, you know, that you haven't heard in a while, but overall for the artist, I I don't, I haven't seen the value in it yet. So I don't know. The value is the convenience, but it doesn't lend. And, and this is my opinion, but the value is certainly convenience, but it doesn't lead anybody to spend any money on anything. I Mm -hmm. I don't believe for one second, the myth that all that every artist I've talked to says, well, at least if they listen, then they'll come out to a show bullshit. You know, when they used to come out to the shows in droves, when they had to buy stuff and when they had $15 invested into, into a record. And now dude, you, you go to shows the the audience is far smaller than it used to be at at yeah. show unless it's a giant giant stadium show or whatever mm-hmm. and believe me metallica is not selling tickets because of their spotify plays you know that's just right it's just not the way right. it is but well, yeah. well well dude let's let's kind of wrap this one up man um obviously you have uh you have monty colvin art which is what we are definitely uh talking through here and promoting um, tell everybody everything they need to do one more time to buy some art and to get it in time for Christmas. Uh, yeah, go to MontyColvinArt.com and, uh, there's a slew of paintings. There's all, it's broken down into categories. Like I have prints. Uh, I have, I also do like sports stuff too. If you, okay. if you like that stuff, I do sports and celebrities 
And, uh, but uh, there's prints, there's magnets, there's uh, all kinds of stuff on there. It's a really cool website, I think. Yeah. And, uh, perfect for the rock and roll fan who uh, can't think of something to get for his rock and roll friend. That's so. right. So buy something, you cheap fucks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> nice. Well, Monty, uh, one more time. It is MontyColvinArt.com. Get yourself something really cool for Christmas. And Monty, as always, it's great talking to you once again right here on Chris Aiken Presents. You too, Chris. Thanks so much. Everybody, it's Chris Aiken from Chris Aiken Presents and Seth Williams Show and the Classic Metal Show. Speaking of classic metal, I know this just looks like a big old black binder. It's not. This is my book, uh, Metallica, Cause and Effect Metallica. It is, um, it's all black because it makes it look mysterious. But what it really is, is uh, a book about the, the Black Album. It's a little book that I wrote uh, talking about my... Um, experiences with the black album as well as some of the band experiences it's a fun read it's a quick read it's cheap so it's available now over at chrisaken.net as well as on amazon so pick it up uh cause and effect metallica worth your time if you like metallica so check it out so- <laughs> 